0: You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate.
1: Hello, Are You Happy Podcast. I'm here today with Stephen Global from the Global Group. He works with companies to solve problems across generations and leadership levels. Um, Some of the services he offers are executive coachings, he runs events, and he does corporate trainings. He's been doing, he's founded the Global Group 12 years ago. And so he's been doing this for a while now. And he also has a recent um, business venture where he's, selling basically book summaries and videos on on books, instead of having to read the entire book, you can pay just a a small amount, nine bucks a month, and you'll get access to PDFs of notes on books that he's taken. And also a quick video on a summary and all the value that he thinks the book offers. Um, It's called Best Reading Hack. We'll share a little bit more about that today. Um, But yeah, before we get started, I would just like to hear Steve, um, the origin story, like how you got here to start this business.
0: Well, thanks for having me uh, great being here with you and your audience. Uh, you know, the, the true backstory story is uh, my daughter was 12 days old and I lost my job. Um, and this was back in 2010, uh, tail end of recession uh, right around the holidays. So uh, I spent six weeks licking my wounds, feeling sorry for myself. And then 2011, just you know what, if uh, if I'm not willing to bet on myself, why should somebody else? Uh, and I have you know a business background. I've, I've helped to grow some small businesses double in size. And if if you know it, you have to believe in yourself. And sometimes you know it takes risk, it takes failure, but uh, you have to start somewhere. So that's where I started uh, with a, a newborn child and a stay-at-home wife who's taking care of our daughter. And it was sink or swim. And twelve years later, some days still feel like sink or swim days, but uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So. That, that's where it all started. Twelve
1: years ago. Uh, that's a crazy story. 12, <laughs> Twelve days old, and then you got laid off, and you have all these new expenses that you don't even know exactly how much they're going to be costing per month. But uh, new expenses, new you know you know be, be, becoming a parent for the
0: first time. Uh, it it w- w- was super scary, super exciting. I, you know, uh, my wife and I made a commitment when when we were planning our family that she'd be a stay-at-home mom as, as much as possible. So to lose that one income, uh, w- w- was, you know, it, it shattered our world in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but you know, life isn't fair. Life has to go on.
1: And, uh, you, you have to believe in yourself and, and and take action. So that's, and you said it, it took six years since then before you started your new business.
0: No, I started it. Uh, when my daughter was three months. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the the she was born in, in fall 2010 and I launched my business March 2011. Um, just because, you know, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss in some capacity. Uh I I didn't plan on it happening that way. But sometimes the best things happen through bad planning or non planning. Um, and you just have to, you know, roll the punches. Um so here, here we are, twelve years later. Been doing this full time, with uh, you know some some decent level of success and some decent challenges. But you know,
1: again, you have to be to bet on yourself. Hmm. That's what you did. That's awesome. I love that story, that origin story. What um what what do you do now for like the global group? What like what is your business strategy or some of the services you offer?
0: Um. Well, ultimately, I'm I'm a big believer that
1: business has still come down to
0: human relationships and and, and people. Despite the technological advances we have and the continuing advances that technology is going to bring, business is is still people to people, still relationship driven. So I work, you know, businesses hire me to come in and help them to build their people and to build leadership across generations and across leadership levels. And when I say leadership levels, I mean, C-suite down to the frontline worker because everybody has their own definition of leadership and what it is, but leadership really is an action. Um, So companies bring me in to help them, you know, build their culture, work with their teams, do corporate training. Um, I also do two big events every year through my business. And I do some small group executive coaching. So a lot of different things. And, you know, when you're self-employed um, you got to see some things that work, it sees things that don't. And I, I just recently launched uh, a new idea called the best reading hack, which you mentioned a little bit. Uh, Cause I'm, I, I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. And over the years, I've been joking with friends. Well, how do I get people to pay me to read? So I've taken these summaries and put them online um, and, you know, Everybody, a lot of people I've talked to, not everybody, but a lot of people I've talked to said, I wish I could read more. I wish I had time to read. And well, this is a way to 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 get the results of reading without actually reading everything. Um, so in the summaries, you'll see my thoughts and my notes. And I'm working on putting videos to those, those summaries that share one or two key concepts from the book that you can take and implement in your life to get the positive results. So that's something I'm really excited about to working on right now.
1: Yeah, I've taken a look at the website myself, and it's it's solid. I mean, it looks like they're, you're providing a lot of value. The notes are really good. And um, you get free access to the Atomic Habits notes, which is a book that I've been meaning to read. And it's pretty awesome. See, like see
0: there you go. It's a book I've been meaning to read. I hear that a lot from people all the time. You know, I want to read this. I want to read that. Um, so I, I've, I've taken the the hard work for you and, 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 and read it for you. Um, so check it out. Yeah. That's
1: true. I'm a perfect candidate. Uh, I can't wait to watch the, the free uh, video that comes with this because that's at the end of the day, that's what I'm looking for. Like when I read a book, I'm like, all right, how am I going to actually implement this? Like, what can I take from this? So it's actually able to be implemented because I'm not just going to read just for fun. Right. Um, so this yeah, is a good I, way to do it.
0: And I only read books, you know, nonfiction. Uh, I have some biographies on my schedule to read, you know, things that you can take the lessons and apply them to. So if if you're looking for something fiction, that's, it's not for you. Um, But, you know, I grew up as as an eighties kid, right. And watching cartoons Saturday morning, the public service announcements, the old ones from GI Joe's knowing is half the battle at the end of every GI Joe cartoon. They always said that. And as a kid, I never understood it. But like you said, you know, just now, Knowing is only half the battle; is the application of that knowledge that brings the true value. So, you know, don't just read for the sake of reading. Yeah, I mean, reading's fun, and I'm not against reading fiction books. Yeah. But the books I want to read, and the books that I'm sharing, take the the knowledge and apply it in your life, um, and that's where the real results are going to come from.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I won't lie. I like reading fantasy sometimes; like it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, But I'm at a point in my life, which I'm sure you are at too, where like nonfiction is what I really need right now. Like if I, I want to make good use of my time. And, um, I think that nonfiction and books that like are on topics that I need right now or whatever I'm working on right now are like definitely the most valuable things to do. And I've, I don't know if you've heard of like Alex Ramosi, but he talks a lot about how he read books. He reads books for implementation. And he was saying how he'd rather read the same book like five, 10 times than read like 10 different books on like random topics that don't really apply to like his business at that point in time. Um,
0: I've I've not, I've not heard of him, but that strategy makes sense. Just because, you know, even, even when I read a book for the first time, that's why I take the notes that I do and that that I include in the summaries. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can, you know, have quick reference to go back. Hey, what what, what was I thinking when I made this, you know, when I, when I wrote this down and so I can go right back to the book and get that additional context. So I'm not rereading the book again, but if I'm looking through my notes, thinking about an idea, then I can go to that specific point of book and read the context around it, which makes um, it a lot easier.
1: That's why it says the page numbers on each note that you have. So you, if uh-huh. you wanted, if you had the book, you can go, Oh, I want to read a little bit more about that concept. Let me go exactly, back. Very Exactly. Valuable. And then you have some of the stuff that are on those pages that you like those quick sentences you wrote some of that stuff is bolded that's just because it's more uh you find it to be very important and,
0: and those and are th- those uh are starting new chapters uh,
1: okay. just to
0: make it to make it easier to find um yeah you know whether it's a new chapter or a new part in the book you know however the author uh delineates and separates it out um just to you know easy easy reference to make it as easy as possible for me uh and you you know so you know subscribers members of the community to go back and find hey Um, or maybe, you know, maybe they see see something in that, that the, the summary that wants them to read the whole chapter, you know, they they may not want to read the whole book, but
1: Hey, this chapter really stands out to me. I love it. That's a great idea. and I can't wait to see like what comes out of it. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, um, what we talked about earlier about, like when you have an idea, you don't just, you, you do like a pre-order, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'd
0: like to think I have a lot of ideas and you have to get through a lot of bad ideas to get to the great ideas. Um, so as a solopreneur, you know, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a research and development department. I am the research and development department. So what I do is I have an idea. I talk to a few key people. Hey, would you be interested in buying this idea? And if they say, yes, I'll buy this idea or I'll buy the concept of the idea or the results of that idea, Okay, great. Give me the money, and then I'll go build it for them. Versus building something and then trying to sell what I built. Um, and and that's that's a concept I got from one of the books I read. Uh, I don't remember what book, and I don't know if it's part of the summary yet. But you know, I have a catalog of books I'm 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 uploading and whatnot. But instead of trying to build something that you think people want, go find out what people want and give it to them that is a much easier from business perspective. Yeah. Okay. Because hey, um, if, if all I'm selling is hamburgers and you want a hot dog, you're not going to buy my hamburgers because you want a hot dog. But if I come ask you, hey, what do you want for dinner? You want a hot dog? Okay, here, I'm going to make a hot dog and sell it to
1: you. Great. So um, I don't
0: need the burgers. I have the hot dogs. That's what you want.
1: So, um, I like, I like but, the way you go about that. Not, not too many people I know in business are doing that i mean i've seen pre-orders here and there for like different things but i never understood it from that point of that perspective um it's definitely a very valuable perspective um you you mentioned earlier as well that before you even started your business you were able to get um like double businesses in size and or in revenue um can you share like maybe one like anecdote about a business that you've been able to grow um Um Well, before I became my own boss, uh, I worked for a company
0: that is is now out of business called Auto Success. It was a very niche industry. Um, And when I was working there, we did professional services for the body shop industry, which, you know, fixing cars. Um, And, you know, building businesses is, is certainly not easy, but it's just, you know, the steps you have to take. You know, find a good team. Put processes and systems into place. And then hold the team accountable. Um, and as long as you're serving your clients well and providing them what they need, providing them what they're asking for, um, it's it's to, to build a smaller ish business where you know revenues revenues at that company were only you know one point one million, you know not shabby. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't you know we're not talking Amazon trillions of dollars here, um, but. It's it's it comes down to people and how you interact, putting putting systems and processes into place, and then holding people accountable to deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Um, simple ideas, very challenging on the execution, simply because people are all different. People have different needs, wants, uh, different lifestyles, different relationships, different demographics. All these these various challenges come into play, and. Being able to bring a team together with a common goal to achieve the results that you're trying to achieve is 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 what I come in and help organizations and teams do um for their clients, for their businesses, for those they're serving. Because you have to treat your employees the best so they go out and treat your clients the best.
1: You mentioned something, some version of like giving your clients or your potential customers exactly like the things that they want. Like it was just a like very uh some same as similar to that, and so I, my question is like, are you a proponent of like customizing your offering to like adjust for what the client wants because obviously sometimes whatever you're like say you have a service that costs five hundred bucks, but they want less of whatever you're giving in one area and more in another area are you, are you willing to adjust or do you um advise that like businesses are like have a a product that's customizable and like if someone wants something that that's in their offering, but not all
0: of it. um, The the answer is going to be nuanced because it it really depends. Once you are very clear on what you're offering to clients, you're going to do a better job of attracting those clients. Now, when when I launched my business, you know, again, my daughter was three, four months old. I made very intentional decisions to keep my business small and local. Um, And over the years, it grew up from zero dollars in revenue to to six figures in revenue, Um, keeping it small and local. Now, uh, I have a son as well now. So my wife and I, we have two kids, Um, but they're older now. They don't need as much attention from a standpoint of changing diapers and feeding and all that stuff. And my wife doesn't need as much help. Um, So I've expanded my scope of offerings and business. Uh, but early on as you're launching a business or if you're just, you know, starting out, um, clearly define what you're offering and then adjust and if needed, because ultimately, uh, you know, what you get paid for is what works. So if I'm offering X, but customer wants X and Y, OK, I'm going to figure out how to offer X and Y. Now, if customer wants X, Y and Z and Z is illegal. No, I'm not going there. <laughs> but you have to, you know, you have to figure out what the customer wants and, and deliver what they want. And that might change from what you believe over time. And that's okay. So, you know, you have to be willing to adjust and adapt to, to meet the customer's needs. But too much adjusting and adapting loses your, uh, your your business identity. So there's a fine line of nuance there that I think you have to to, to figure out. And sometimes you have to figure that that out on the fly and and make mistakes along the way. I've certainly made my fair share of mistakes along the way, there's no doubt about it.
1: Um, but mistakes aren't the end of the world. I like that answer. It depends, because you definitely want to stay true to the product and whatever you're, whatever you're offering. But if you see that what you're offering is like doesn't have that as much um, demand and like everybody's asking for this other thing, maybe include that other thing in your offering if you have the capability for it and if that's something your team like can do and enjoys doing yeah. Um, otherwise you don't want, but you don't always want to be like changing things up just to like please everybody.
0: Right. No, you can't please everybody. And, and you know, you know, leadership in, in business requires you to make tough decisions sometimes. And sometimes you have to sacrifice the good for the great. And if what you're offering is good, but this, this customer comes off and says, I want this. And you realize, oh, this is better than what I have. And you can, you can do that. Okay, you stop what you're doing here and you do that, and that customer is, is super happy. And then you realize there's a bigger marketplace for that. Uh, you know, one of the things I believe in, you, you have to keep learning and keep engaging and talking with your customers. Because without customers, you don't have a business. You don't have anything. Um, and you know, I'm a small business, I don't have the 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 scale like an Amazon or a Walmart or an Exxon mobile or whatever else, a huge company. Um, so you definitely need to listen to what your clients are wanting and then provide
1: it. That's awesome. Steve. I appreciate all the value you brought it to you. And it definitely sounds like you have read a lot of books and, and you've also <laughs> ex- experienced like a lot of the things that you're telling me through, through the business you've been running for the last yeah. 12 years.
0: I, I appreciate that compliment, but uh, it's important not just to read them, but take that knowledge and apply it. And that's really what, what, What will set you apart, applying the knowledge, whatever knowledge you have,
1: applying that to achieve the goals you want. And that's going to set you apart. And that's what best reading hack sets you up for. Absolutely. Would would you mind sharing uh, for our audience, like how to reach, how to find best, the best reading hack on the internet, as well as like how to reach you and your business on socials or wherever? Sure. The the only social I'm very active
0: on is LinkedIn, which uh, your audience may not be that active on. I don't know. Uh, but uh, you find me on LinkedIn, Steve Goble. You can go to my website, thegoblegroup.com, and that's T H E G O B L E group.com. Um, and the bestreadinghack.com is is a website uh, to, to join the community there, get access to the summaries, and you'll see a couple sample summaries there. Uh, you see a sample video of what's inside, and you'll see the list uh, of all the books that I've added so far. And uh, I'm adding a minimum of two books every month. And the books that are, that are on are, aren't coming off. So there's always added value. There's always stuff to learn. And it's a shortcut to, to that learning. And then hopefully you're going out and applying for
1: yourself. What I like about your product they you told me earlier is that I think you said on the 8th and the 18th of every month, you tell us what the new book is going to be for the next month uh the third and the eighteenth the third the,
0: the, the so so yeah today uh you know i'm I'm actually making some notes today to figure out what's going out in the next next couple of days here what's being added but uh yeah you get two you get two emails a month this is what's been
1: added to the community you know this video this summary go you know go check it out that's exciting um definitely in my perspective way more valuable than audible so because you have <laughs> to you have to pay one credit every time a, a book summary comes out but i'm gonna that's i'm good. gonna i'm gonna pay the nine bucks for your um your um was it best reading hack there you go um and going will pay the nine bucks for it i'm gonna get like read it because i've been meaning to read a topic habits like i said and i'm gonna read the summary <laughs> and see how i can apply so i appreciate your time today thank you so much too no, thank
0: you for inviting me and uh, i look forward to uh, connecting in the future again